cold and bleak and you just can't take it anymore. Here it comes, that glimmer of hope, a light shines through the door. It's a hopeless show, with Aaron and Rogan, whoa. It's a hopeless show, with Aaron and Rogan, whoa. Shalom and hello, and welcome to a very special edition of The Hopeless Show with Aaron and Rohit. Um, you know, we just recorded a show a couple days ago, but the two of us felt it was important that we had a little mini episode for you today because there's something that's been pretty top of mind and top yeah. of the headlines. And uh, I'll turn it over to Aaron. Aaron, how are you doing? You know, Rohit, um, it's been... A very weird couple days uh, with the, or more than a couple days now, with the uh, Israeli-Palestinian uh, situation. But I don't want, so I don't want to call it that because this isn't about is Israel and Palestine to me. And, and you can tell me what you think. But this is about terrorists versus not terrorists. And... um. What, what do you think of that? And then I have a little story I'll tell. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really interesting. There was, after 9-11, the word terrorism just took on a whole new level of importance in our world. If we stopped, that was the first war that I can recall. I mean, I'm not that old. But um, <laughs> there, where we weren't fighting a specific group or specific country or a very specific group of people. We were fighting a concept and an ideology, and that ideology and concept was terrorism. And the crazy part about terrorism is, terrorism is an action, and it can have no face or many faces, and the faces can change. And the I think with what happened um, in Israel over this weekend, I th- think it's back at that, Aaron, and I think you know, is this is this is a war on terror, and uh, I think right now, I mean, you'll get to it, but it's separating the people from the actions of those terrorists and trying to separate the terrorists, and it's 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 really really hard, and there's some very hard decisions that have to be made, but yeah, Aaron, please. Go on well, and share your anecdote and, or, or react well, to that. Yeah, I, I want to... Yeah. What you just said, I think, is so dead on that the common enemy that we have as humans is terror, terrorism. Um, it knows no bounds. It knows no color. It knows no religion. It is simply terror. Rape, murder, killing children. It knows no bounds. I'm against all of it, all forms of it. When it happens to be happening to Jews, obviously it, it strikes home because I'm a Jew. My grandfather escaped this terror. It's the only reason I'm alive. And to see it happening right now where people literally, where terrorists want to kill Jews, that's all they want to do is kill Jews. That is, uh, makes me angry, sad, and, uh, and reminds me of this story that happened to me. So anyone who thinks that we're immune to it in this country 
And I've told the, a story about someone who did that to me pretty recently, which I'll retell after. Um, just listen to me for a second with this. So I was in, I believe, 10th grade. And I was at a school out here in L.A. at a high school. And I came back to my locker room. And uh, my locker room to, to my locker, you know, the, with the lock. And I, I look on the locker and I see a small swastika written on my locker. And I thought that only existed in my grandfather's time in, in Nazi Germany. I didn't think that that existed in Los Angeles, California. And it did. So I went home and I told my folks about it. My mom had a meeting with the principal of that school. And the principal of that school said to her and me, don't worry about it. It's just a small swastika. And <laughs> you kind of laugh because it's so absurd. But the point of the story is, besides the fact I then left the school, obviously, um, that was my last semester at that school. I had to change high schools pretty much because of that. Uh, the point of it is there is no such thing as small swastikas. There's no such thing as small amounts of terror. There's no such thing as large amounts of terror. It's all terror. It's all hate. And I bring this up too because I mentioned a... Uh, something that happened between me and someone I know named Luke, where I sent him something a month or two ago about uh, terror that was happening in the U.S. where Nazis were in Florida, I believe, and there were a bunch of them, and he wrote back, um, what is this stupid article, meaning the article about the Nazis that I think I'd posted, have to do with anything? I know you know you can't say 50 wacko jackholes assembled. Wow, breaking news. How many hundred million live in America where 90% of Americans send their kids to public government school, not exactly proving a desire to whatever racially divide. And, and he said, and shut the fuck up about white supremacy and Nazi BS. It's a stupid narrative for stupid people. It's an outrage claim. Be mindful of this. People are worried. Remember then we talked about people are worried about being mugged in LA and you're worried about Nazis. So the answer is, and based on what just happened just a month later, and to you, Luke, if you're, if you listen to this, Yes, it matters. It always matters when there's hate. Small amounts of hate can lead to large amounts of hate. And what happened at my locker, what happened in Florida, and what happened in Israel, it's all hate. And now we're seeing on a large scale what that can mean. And so to discount that is to me to be anti-Jewish, to be, dare I say, anti-Semitic to be anti-acknowledging that there is hate going on. And if you're anti the hate of someone's religion, are you then for the hate of that? And so I'll ask you this, Rohit, before I know we have a couple specific things we'll talk about, but do you think that any form of hate, like what I was just explaining about the swastika, the Jews in Florida, and now the stuff in Israel should be discounted? Or is it all the same thing? I think there's different degrees of hate. And actually, hate is a human emotion. Humans hate. Some people hate pit bulls. Some people hate 
other races. Some people hate, I hate the Philadelphia Eagles. Hate has all <laughs> different le- scales and levels, right? Some people hate people of the little other political parties, right? Some people hate their neighbors. There's so much hate. The thing is, hate is an emotion. And you can't legislate an emotion. However, you can legislate actions. And when hate is brought into action, that is when it must be discussed and acknowledged and dealt with. And so know, would you say, for example, in Charlottesville, when when that um, anti-Semitism was uh, committed and someone was killed or a few people were killed, would that be hate that should be legislated against? Charlottesville, yes, there was the white supremacists marching and freedom of speech. They have every right to march. They have every right to march and speak. We don't have to agree with them, but this country provides a right for anybody to share their shitty opinion, right? Shitty, hateful opinion. If Because if you can't, all of a sudden you have the government deciding what your opinions can be. Right, what but not, I'm talking about the actions. Let's just I'm talking get about the, the actions. When it comes to taking the life and liberty of people, that is when you cross the line. And we've seen hate over many years, many decades, just even recent years, happen committed by many different types of people against many other different types of people. Um, and but that always, here's the thing, that always will happen. Hate will never be erased from society because hate is innate in humans. And I think dealing with that, understanding that, there is no such thing as a human out there that does not hate someone or something. Impossible. Hate is like breathing. And it's how you control the hate. It's how you deal with the hate. It's how you act. And the only way you can have people reduce their hate is for them to see the humanity in others, to experience and to break those patterns that cause them to want to act on their hate. And so, yeah, I don't think you can ever legislate against hate, but I do think, I don't think you ever should either, but I do think that you should legislate when it comes to, again, taking the life, liberty, um, and freedoms of others. And what happened, you know, in Israel is one example, brutal, vicious, horrific example of the hate that people are born and bred into, whether they feel justified or not. Fighting a war and then is one thing against other combatants, but the massacring and war crimes that happened, that's a whole other. And another piece to this, because it's been, it's being politicized, which I have no time for right now. This should not be politicized. It is about hate and terror. Um, I, for one, I have been against many things the Israeli government has done, including very recently. Um, That doesn't mean I'm for the killing for no reason of hundreds or thousands of Jews. And then I'm not for also the killing of innocent Palestinians. But to me, the blood in this is all on the hands of Hamas, a terrorist organization. It is not on the hands of innocent Palestinians. It is not on the hands of Israelis and Jews. It is on the hands of Hamas. And to understand the difference is very important here. 
Hamas is a terrorist organization started in 1987. And they committed this terrorism not as an act of, to actually, if anything, as an act, as a way to stop an agreement between Israel and Saudi Arabia. Correct. And as a way to eliminate Jews. Yes. And that's it. It's that simple. So they were trying to stop peace and start more hate. And, and uh, there's no politicizing that. There's no, there's, there's no right or wrong. There is just wrong. Yeah. And, and yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. No, that's, it's, it, it, uh, it gets to me because after 9-11, even though we entered a war that was totally wrong, everyone banded around the, U the U.S. And we as Americans all banded around the idea that we had just been attacked and we're going to love and support one another. In Paris, when there was the, the terrorist attack in 2005-06, everyone banded around that. And I can, the list can go on and on. So to me, in this case, there's again no question when women are raped, when kids are murdered, when grandparents are taken and killed, when bodies are raped and paraded around a street. You have rooms full of little girls are calling rape rooms, sex slave rooms. Yes. Like, this is, yeah, it's there. And you know what? It's, it's what Hamas is doing is so strategically sound like absolutely strategic what they wanted to do on a Jewish holiday, the 50th anniversary of Yom Kippur, they chose the young, this, yes, the, the war, the yes, 50th, exact 50th anniversary of the war. Yes. They, they want, they chose a very specific anniversary. The same reason they chose September 11th as nine one one. They, what happened is they chose to the path of most destruction. Hamas chose a path that they knew Israel had no choice but to go back and strike from. And like you said, uh, they had no, they have, Israel has no choice but to re retaliate um, because they made it something that is completely like non-unretaliatable, right? You can only choose to retaliate. And there's, and it, this, this is a bigger global issue. They, they want to break down the conversations, the peace talks between Saudi Arabia and Iran and any sort of level of partnership there. I'm oh, sorry, uh, Saudi Arabia and Israel. And there was actually a Palestinian representative that did confirm that money, that this, that Iran had a major hand in the planning of this as well. I mean, also you see all the fireworks going off in Iran. Uh, yeah. That it happened. So, and Iran, who's partnered with Russia, and all of a sudden things are starting to come together. You are starting to see where the, the chips of, you know, our next world war are falling. And this might be one of the biggest strokes uh, to get us towards that. And exactly, they want, they want this mass war. They want this mass hate. They want, they want people to start infighting. They want it. They want people to infight in the U.S. They hate Americans. They want us to infight in America. They want us to go against each other in America. They want people to go against each other in all democratic states. And they want the world to fight. Um, yeah, I mean, just what, two years ago, the entire... Um, Palestinian um, uh, parliament was all in suits, all chanting death to America, death to Jews. Yep. I have a feeling they were not, that wasn't a very soft hint, you know? And that's, uh, 
that's this is why can I read a couple things that I've been written I've been posting some stuff sure uh, I was written that for example Hitler is the right man in the world that was written to me today um, too bad he's for them he's not in this world so yeah exactly yeah. You, you are the killer Aaron Wolf I have brought to you a people who love death as you love life Khalid, whatever, I can't, I, oh Lord, praise Islam and Muslims. Do you think the, I mean, I could, there's a lot, I have so many that I've been written. Israel felt for the first time what the Palestinian people felt. Uh, Israel has been terrorizing Palestine. Go watch the news. By the way, I, fuck you, I hope you die. I mean, I, the only way to me to combat this, as someone who, by the way, I hope that all, Palestinians who are innocent realize that the enemy is literally within them. It's Hamas. If they did not have Hamas do this, none of them would be dying right now. They would be fine. They would be living in peace. It's only because this terrorist organization did this that any death is going to happen on either side. So what is the way to combat this? Not do what they want us to do. I believe that. They want us to go to war and to not go to war, you're saying. Not go to war, not hate one another, not start the blame game, um, not politicize right wing or left wing, because there's been people on both sides who have been idiotic, not spread disinformation, like stuff about this, uh, there's been stuff about um, where money's allocated, it's wrong. It's been debunked by Fox News. There's been stuff on the far left about, or whatever you want to call it, the people who are kind of anti, um, anti-Jewish or anti, what, like pro-Palestine. No, that anti-Zionist they call them. Yeah. Anti-Zionist. There is no pro-Palestine here. You're being pro-Hamas. So all this disinformation on both sides. That's what they want, and that's what we can stop. And if we stop that and we start actually holding one another's hand and saying we're in this together against the fight of terrorism, that's, I believe, how we can win. I, I, believe, that is a po- I believe that is the right way, but sadly, the kumbaya might be really difficult, Aaron. I mean, there was even a wonderful, oh, not wonderful, a proposal for a two-state occupation, right? Yeah. Where they would separate that. In Palestine, they refused to sign, and uh, it's, it's... they. And you can understand when people feel like their land is taken, but this land also originally belonged. It went down thousands of years belonging to the Jews. And when you have an entire population that's nearly exterminated in the 1940s and to go back to their ancestral land, like there, that's like, that is just, I, I, it seems that they're placing the value. Anybody who's placing the value of land over the value of humanity and, Hamas is really right now. The more bombings that happen in retaliation, the more of all this happens is Hamas is exactly getting what they want. And here's the thing. I don't know what else Israel can do, truly. And you say a good good point about land. Um, the Jews have been kicked out of lots of places for thousands of years. We're not going back, let's say, to Egypt and saying we want Egypt back from what happened a couple thousand years ago. It's the whole holiday of Passover is about that. Right? Are we doing that? 
no, we're not going and killing Egyptians in 2023 because of that. Um, I agree. I don't know the answer. It's why it's so hard to find hope. But I still believe while there might not be a grandiose answer, what we can always do and what my grandfather, the rabbi, Rabbi Wolf would have said is what we can do is only what we can do. So anyone listening to you, Rohit, to me, and I think what I just said, we can do what we can do. We can stop perpetuating the anger toward one another and continue to f spread the correct narrative, tell people the truth, and continue to, to make sure that people are focusing their anger toward the right thing, which is the terrorist organization of Hamas. And anyone who is radicalized and supporting them in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, and here's the thing, man. It's like most Muslims in this world are pretty much saying, do not group me in with Hamas, and nobody is. And in the same way, you know, whenever you read something on international news about some horrific raping, killing, and mutilation, I'm like, oh, please don't be India, please don't be India. And it's India. <laughs> um, and, like, without fail. And... But I know that's obviously in a country of a 1.5, if not more, billion people. Um, you're going to have a lot of fucked up shit happen. Um, and in the same way, you know, the I think it's important for all of our rhetoric and for everybody listening. Do not treat your Muslim neighbors any different. Don't think that they are supporting some horrific war crimes at all because most people really truly value the lives of innocent people and most people do not want to see this and i think the biggest thing for me is just do not dehumanize your neighbors here and people and innocence abroad to score your own political points and in an argument and i think that's what aaron and i are just really trying to say is that it starts you know stopping this hatred starts at home it starts with you even though you're many many thousands of miles away from the middle east right now the the understanding the truth behind things and not necessarily buying into um i think we've seen some really hateful rhetoric aaron over the past couple of days some really things are even said to you some lies that have been just perpetuated about what israel's been doing and everything and it's just really really just try and think about the motivations and just try and think that this is this like said, the peace starts with you if and you can't expect anybody else to do it yeah. exactly and i think it's just going to take perseverance on all of our parts both obviously the, the to the soldiers fighting and to the israelis our hearts are with you to the innocent palestinians our hearts are with you um just the here's i guess a final thought for me the Israeli government, and people are using this against Jews, the current Israeli government, I don't support. I don't agree with them. I don't agree with what they were doing. They were doing stuff that was trying to sort of kill democracy there. I don't agree with it. I don't like Netanyahu. I don't agree with it. But what I am is a Jew, and this is a place where my people are, where family is, where friends are, and it's the one place where our people have been allowed to be free. 
as a people. And I stand for the people, the Jews in Israel. I stand with them. And I can't not. We've been killed too many times. We've been tried to be exterminated too many times. I must and we must stand with these innocent people through perseverance, through love, through explaining and understanding. And and what I don't know what, what any do you I have mean, any other thoughts? Yeah, I mean, it's only been 80 years, man. It's only been 80 years since nearly an entire ethnic population was exterminated. And it didn't just and that didn't happen overnight. And that happened with the coordination and to the blind eye of the United States for many years. To the, to the Pope that knew about it. Yep. Didn't do anything. Everybody knew. And the war started in 1939. U.S. entered it in 1941. Think about that. Yep. That's yep. two and many more years before the war started. Pe- uh, people were begging for help. And the U.S. was like, it is not in our current interest. The U.S. US because they're okay. We're trading with Germany. And so right now, I think it's important that we put aside our financial interests and whatever it is, I think we need to stand right now with the victims. And it started with 300 innocents at a music festival, uh, just sitting in their homes, watching television, sleeping, kids in schools. And it turned into just acts, pure acts of barbarism. Yep. And, and that possibly is enough to start the next world war. Um, and I hope it's not, but you know, I stand with the innocents and I stand with a country people that are just trying to protect themselves. And, and I, I stand with the idea in America, we do have the ability to band together. We do have the ability to look past what the, what different media outlets want us to, to do to pit us against each other. And we do have the ability to have humanity and to care for one another and to realize that there are things like this that we do agree on. We agree that we are against terror. We are against terrorists. We are against hate like this. And if we can do that, we will be at least on a first step toward possibly helping this situation. Yeah. And a lot of people might respond to say, well, you know, that, you know, Israel is committing all the terror first. No, we've, they've not committed acts like this like brazen acts against civilians in this degree. And when you talk about the numbers, yeah, let's see, there's so many deaths on, more deaths on Palestinian sides. That is, again, back to Hamas, who's, you know, they've been putting weapon caches in the basements of residential buildings. They've been launching rockets from the tops of hospitals. They're having leadership that's purposely lives above elementary schools. Yep. They, their entire basis is using human shields. And that is is the base of operations because they know that's where the numbers will go and they, and that will be their own protection. And it's sick. Um, so please look at the severity before you go and say, oh, this is tit for tat because it's not. Yep. And it definitely has nothing to do right now with American politics. This is about life and death. So that is the most infuriating thing I've been seeing. It's like, oh, well, because this candidate, blah, blah, blah. It's like, what are you talking? Like America is not the center of the world. No, it's actually yeah. The Middle East technically is the center of the world. If you actually want to like talk about it, it's like the the middle. And right and right now, if you yeah, it is actually. And if yeah. you if right now, if you, one thing we can do is stop 
politicizing this here with anything to do with right wing, left wing or anything and realize that we are all against terror and we can try to band together at least a little bit. Um, yeah. I know some of my friends who are of different um, political persuasions have been reaching out to me as well. I share some of the negative, but there have been positive ones where people of all types have been reaching out to me offering uh, their support. So that's what we need to do. And that's how we, I believe, can win this. Yes. But it's going to get a lot worse before it gets better. But do your part to not make it worse, please. That's all we're asking. That's all we're asking. And yeah. all love from us to you. Stay safe. And if you're um, affected by this in any way, uh, my heart's with you. And, uh, and we are, uh, you know, that's a terrible, uh, terrible phrase that we've joked about on this show. But in this case, we should be all in this together against the hate. Yeah. Yeah. A it's, phrase Rohit hates. But I, fuck, I fucking hate it. But in this find it, other words to say the same thing, please. Um, that we, word's been Pfizered out. So, <laughs> all right, we'll leave it on that. At least we leave it yeah. on a joke. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, to everyone, uh, be safe and uh, and peace in Israel. I hope. Yes. Yes. When the world seems cold and bleak and you just can't take it anymore, here it comes. That glimmer of hope, a light shines through the dark. It's a hopeless show.